Blog Talk Radio. Close my eyes and think of you. Go to sleep and dream of you. We don't get to be here long. I gave you the best of me. Love you more than anything. But we don't get to be here long. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spiritual Teen Talk. Um, I'm your host, Tracy Boxel, author of How to Talk Spirituality with Your Teen. And I'm really happy that you could join me today or tomorrow or next month, whenever you happen to be listening to a replay. Um, it's great that you showed some interest and you joined me. Um, you can uh, find my book on Amazon Kindle. Again, it's How to Talk Spirituality with Your Teen. And this is a show for us as parents to uh, have a platform to share what we go through in um, raising teens and still trying to keep a spiritual base in their life. Um, I am the mother of three teenage boys, and as I've learned over the years, uh, some of the things that I taught them that they were little that I just assumed would stick with them throughout their lives, um, when they get to be teenagers, they start to have this huge opinion of their own, and they begin to question, of course, a lot of the things that they've been taught, and so you know, it's a slippery slope. Um, we we want them to make their own decisions uh, about things because as as they grow older, that's that's important. That's what you do as an adult. Um, yet, as a parent, we just want to give them tools, anything we can, we can give them to help them get through the challenging time in their life, being teens, dealing with their hormones and emotions and friends and everything that's going on with them. And um, there's so many things that we can uh, teach them and show them spiritually to to just help them in their daily life, uh, little things and big things. So that's what the show is about. Um, we also um, welcome teens to call in and uh, share their point of view, ask questions, because the more we know about what our teens need, um, what they want from us, the better parents we're going to be. And our own kids aren't always going to fully open up to us. You know, this is a time in their life when they're naturally trying to separate from us. That's just a natural instinct. And so sometimes they, they don't really want to share things with their parents. So it's always great to hear from other teens um, what's going on in your life so that we can then turn that around and use that to help our own children. Um, last week was our first show and we talked a lot about meditation and prayer and this week I wanted to talk about um, the seven main chakras um, in the body and how keeping those um, clear and balanced can really help a teen to deal with uh, what's going on with themselves emotionally and physically. So if anybody would like to call in today, um, the guest call-in number is area code 646-668-2275. 
And again, if you'd like to call in um, with a question or, or just a comment and discuss things, that number is 646-668-2275. Um, if you're ever listening to this show at a later time or now and, and you can't really talk uh, over the phone to call in with a question or comment, you, please feel free to email me anything you would like to discuss on the show and we can bring it up um, on the next show. And you can reach me at Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, at spiritual doc, sorry, <laughs> spiritualteentalk.com. Tracy at spiritualteentalk.com is where you can email me. So let's... Um, start today talking about the chakras and I'll, I'll, I'll get a little basic just in case there are some of you out there that that aren't really clear with what the chakras are um, although most people that are tuning into a, tuning into a spirituality show they have a pretty uh, good idea but our chakras um, are our body's energy systems and they uh, the seven main ones that we're going to talk about today align with um, our spine starting down, you know, at our tailbone, which what we call our root chakra. And they they line up the spine all the way up to just uh, above our head to what we call the crown chakra, just on the outside um, of, of our top of our head. Um, so what the what the chakra systems do in our body, they're controlled by our emotions. So you can see when something is controlled by your emotions, it can easily get out of balance for a teen because they do have so many different emotions bouncing around in, in their their minds and their bodies on a regular basis, hourly basis. Um, so if we could teach our teens how each of their chakras affects different parts of their body, it just empowers them themselves to figure out on their own if they like they don't want our opinion <laughs> they can figure out on their own things such as you know why their complexion is breaking out so badly or maybe why there's you know they've been having stomach issues just a lot of stomach problems or even things like you know what could be triggering the headaches that they're getting um, when it, our teens learn that they can keep their chakras balanced and keep them healthy by meditating or using crystals. Um, they often feel just empowered that, hey, you know, I, I can take care of, of my own body. I can deal with these emotions um, kind of on my own. I don't always have to ask for help if they don't want to, right? And we all know most of the time they don't want any help. <laughs> Kind of like those toddler years and the teenage years are the years that nobody needs any help. Um, so if they learn that they themselves, you know, they feel empowered to deal with what's going on with themselves directly, then, you know, the hope is the result usually is that they do that instead of going, turning to things to just numb themselves, you know, things such as food, alcohol, drugs. The, those are usually the three main things that people turn to when they can't deal with what's going on with themselves. And and why why do we do that? You know, not just teens, not just adults, all of us. We do that because we often don't feel that we have any control 
over what's going on. It's like, why am I feeling this way? Why is this happening? I don't have any control. I, you know, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to think about it. This hurts too much. This is too hard. And so that's when people numb themselves. So the idea is if you don't feel that you, that this is out of your control, that there's nothing that you can do. If you feel empowered to take the reins, to take control and, you can help yourself. And it's really easy. Um, it is much easier than turning to things such as food, alcohol, drugs. So that that's really the gist of why it's so important for us to um, talk with our teens about our body chakra systems and how to work with them. So let's talk just a little bit about the seven main chakras and um, how they can affect your body in different ways. Um, one of the, um, so again, as I said, our, our, we start with our root chakra, which is kind of at our tailbone, and it is red. Now, the chakras, if you have never seen a diagram of them or maybe you've never seen yours, you know, in, med- in a meditative state or something, they're like a spinning disc, um, some people see them like a fan. Some people see them like a, a CD kind of disc. Um, the root chakra is red. As you move um, up the spine a little to what is called your sacral chakra. Now that's between your tailbone and your belly button. Um, that is orange. As we move up a little bit higher than the belly button into our solar plexus chakra, that is yellow. A little bit higher up into the heart. Um, the heart chakra is green. Some people see it with uh, pink flecks. Um, keep moving up higher up the spine into the throat area, which is your throat chakra, which is blue, kind of a sky blue. Um, and then higher up to the third eye, which again, it's kind of on your forehead, almost directly between your eyes, just a little higher. Third eye is indigo in color. And then as we move into the crown, which I said is just a little bit above, actually, the top of our head. It's kind of on the outside of our body. Um, That is violet, the crown chakra. So each chakra um, affects um, certain systems and, and areas and things in our bodies. So if you start if you're feeling out of balance, uh, let's say, for example, let's talk, I mean, most teens begin to experience their first true romantic love feelings. Um, and that, of course, requires a balancing of your heart chakra. Um, that can be really, really helpful when, whenever your teen is going through a heartbreak to know that all the feelings that are, that are rushing through Um, If they just envision a clean heart chakra spinning at the appropriate speed in the appropriate direction as a bright emerald green, like I said, maybe the little flecks of pink in it, just always envisioning it clear and clean and asking for that, you know, from spirit, asking for that heart chakra to to be cleansed and balanced it really is going to help them get through a tough emotional time, you know, dealing with breakups with boyfriends and girlfriends or 
or someone who never actually was a boyfriend or girlfriend that they wanted to be. Those are usually the hardest ones. <laughs> but it's, again, another way for them to empower themselves to help through a really difficult time in their life. Um, also, uh, let's see, now if you, let's say they were having a tough time dealing with somebody at school, you know, or someone who's making them feel bad about themselves. Um, the solar plexus, the solar plexus, uh, which is the one above the belly button, is kind of our area of self-worth and um, self-reflection. So if you've got someone who's just, you know, picking on you and, or maybe that, you know, there's a teacher that's just hammering them, just they can't do anything right, uh, maybe makes them feel stupid, you know, by the questions they ask or when they answer something wrong. If you've got someone like that in your life as a teenager, really working to keep that solar plexus chakra clear, it's going to help. It's going to help you to be able to shrug off. The, the things that others say about you uh, or the the way they're they're attempting to make you feel bad about yourself. It's going to help you as a teenager to feel more confident, um, self-assured, and, and to remember the thing that we always want our teens to remember. There's really only one person that they have to look to for guidance or acceptance, and that would be, you know, the universe, spirit, God, whatever your name is for that. And and all you have to do is look to them and know you have unconditional love. doesn't matter what anyone else in your life is saying about you. You go right to the source. That is your source for self-acceptance and love. So, again, the, that's clearing the solar plexus chakra is super important for teens. They, they deal with a lot. <laughs> um, the root chakra. Um, and the sacral chakra together are really important knowledge for uh, teen boys and teen girls alike to help understand the effects on their sexual and their reproductive functions and their body. I mean, yes, we all know their hormones are going crazy and it's very surprising to them, right? Like out of nowhere, all of a sudden, you know, this starts happening and they don't understand what's going on. They just know all of a sudden they're like super boy crazy or, um, or they find every girl that walks by them, you know, practically arouses them, right? <laughs> For some boys, like what's happening all of a sudden? Um, teaching them to, in conjunction, work with the root chakra and the sacral chakra, which uh, to keep them cleansed, to keep them clear and balanced and functioning positively going to help them get through some of those crazy, crazy hormones that they deal with. <laughs> um, so again, the, the more that we can teach our teens about the effect of the chakra on their bodies, just the better prepared that they are to handle the physical challenges when they arise, to handle the emotional challenges when they arise. Um, and, and for the physical, you know, they be, the more comfortable they can become with their own body, can be the result of keeping your chakras cleansed, cleared, and balanced. And, you know, no, another person can't shame your body image if you feel at one with it. So it's a great, great tip to point out to our teens. 
Um, here's one that I really, really love to talk to my kids about. Um, it's the throat chakra. The throat chakra, of course, is going to affect the way you project yourself um, in your speaking. And, and not just that, also in your writing. Some people think, oh, throat speaking it's also in your writing. It's all about the way you express yourself. You know, maybe you've got a teen who's very artistic and is a painter um, or uh, plays guitar or even uh, sculpts, anything like that. That's all a form of expressing yourself, keeping that throat chakra cleansed, cleared, balanced. Super important for communicating clearly, which is so helpful to our kids in school. Um, it helps them deal with their friends. It helps them deal with you, their family member. <laughs> Instead of getting saucy and mouthing off to you, you know, teach them, hey, work on that throat chakra. Make sure that it's, it's balanced and it's clear so that we can have a meaningful, you know, parent-child conversation. Everything doesn't have to be an argument between us. You don't have to scream to get your point across to me. Um, or you don't have to shut down and not talk because you don't think that I understand what's going on. You, It's important to be able to express yourself because if you can't express yourself, I can't understand what it is that you want, what it is that you need. So that's a really, really great thing to work with kids and teens. You know, when their throat chakra is functioning well, um, it, it helps them in school when they're having to give a speech um, to, or to argue a point in a debate in class. Um, can help you get A's in your English paper. Everybody loves that. Um, outside of school, a, a well-balanced throat chakra helps your teen communicate, again, better with their friends, with their siblings, <laughs> yes, and with their parents or grandparents. So as we talked about, just being able to express your feelings and thoughts clearly to the people in your lives helps create good relationships. And that's really, really what we're working towards here when we talk about spirituality in our teen as we're trying to create a good relationship between our child and ourselves. And we're using different tools and lessons and spirituality to help us do that. So it's about creating a good relationship. Now, the two higher chakras, the third eye and the crown chakra, are beneficial for our teens to learn how to, to keep in balance and keep clear so that they're receiving guidance from God, from spirit. Um, so that that channel stays open and clear because we talked as we talked about in last week's show with the prayer and the meditation, you know, as long as they know that there's someone that they can go to, to talk to, um, who loves them unconditionally, unconditionally, spit it out, <laughs> clear my throat chakra, um, someone that they can go to and talk about what's going on with them. And then opening that channel in, in meditation to receive the, the guidance um, you know, in whatever way that they, they receive it, it will come to them just as it comes to us as adults, just as it came to them when they were children. They just didn't really know where it was coming from, right? So that's really the importance of, of keeping the 
the two higher chakras, the um, third eye and the crown chakra, clear and balanced so that they keep that channel open between spirit and themselves. Um, there's also a lot of different reasons health-wise um, that we can help them with by balancing and cleansing their chakras. Um, as we said, every chakra has um, a different um, area that it affects. Right, I'm just going to pull my notes over. So the, um, we'll start back again with the root chakra at the base of your spine. It corresponds to our survival and our safety needs, as well as um, sexual function. So as you get older, you know, if you have any issues around money uh, or providing for yourself, just having those basic needs that will often show up in the root chakra. So um, this is also the root area for addiction problems. Um, again, talk to, the, talk to your teens about that. Let them know that keeping that clear is going to help keep them from turning to other sources and possibly having any issues in the future with addiction. The um, sacral chakra color being orange, um, it corresponds to our feelings and creativity. So it's especially important to women because this is also the, the center of the female reproductive system. As we talked about before, for all teens, knowing the connection between the root and the sacral chakra, both of them being um, the sexual organ areas. Um, but this, the uh, sacral is specific to the female reproductive system. Um, this is also an area where um, addiction problems can show up in this energy center. So another reason for keeping the sacral chakra clean. Um, the solar plexus is it's really complex. Again, we talked about how it, it relates to your self-worth. Um, it is also relates to your sense of power and control. Now, teens are, are dealing with that on a daily basis, um, trying to feel like they're okay when the people are around them or the things that they're seeing in, in advertisements and, and in videos and on television or maybe telling them they're not so perfect, right? They're, uh, they don't look like this person or that person, and so you're not as good. Um, that can really ding your self-worth. So um, an, an effect in your solar plexus of, of your chakras being off balance can cause problem with digestive issues. So again, as we mentioned earlier, if you're having any kind of stomach problems, look to that solar plexus area. Weight problems are centered here, um, as well as any issues that are relating to liver, pancreas, gallbladder, kidneys, and of course, stomach. So um, that's the solar plexus, keeping that clear keeping any um, problems with stomach aches, any kind of weight gain, you know, as, as your teens are getting older and, and even going into those college years, right? Put packing on a few pounds, always work at keeping the solar plexus cleansed and cleared. It's something they can do to help battle that. Um, the heart chakra, um, which of course is, is our desires and our feelings about relationships, um, 
love, compassion correspond with this sh- chakra. Um, we talked about how, you know, the first love relationships, this, that's where issues can show up and it's important for them to keep the, sh- the heart chakra clean. Um, they're also, that's where problems with our heart or circulatory system um, any asthma or allergies and any sleep disorders are centered here as well. So if you have a teen who is having problems um, sleeping at night and, and, and you haven't narrowed it to you've been on your device, you know, until 1130, of course you can't fall asleep for another 45 minutes once you've ruled that kind of stuff out. <laughs> And if they're still having some sleep problems, look to that heart chakra and um, get that balance, get that clear. Um, The throat chakra, where we express ourselves, what we see, what we feel, what we think, what we desire, um, it is also useful for manifesting and self-protection by communicating what we want and what we don't want. Um, disorders that affect uh, our jaw or our mouth or thyroid and tonsils are centered here. I know when I was a, a teenager and, and a little younger, there's a lot of um, tonsillectomies were, were performed back in those days. Um, and also any issues of victimization um, or an inability to say no, you know, or to say yes, that is centered in the throat chakra. If you have a teen that um, just can't seem to say no to the friend who's kind of taking advantage of them and always wants to borrow their clothes or, you know, borrow some money and, of course, the things don't get, you know, returned and they haven't learned that lesson and said, hey, no, you're not borrowing those shoes of mine because you've got three other pairs of mine, you know, that you haven't returned. If you have a teen who has an issue with with saying no, um, Look to that throat chakra. Um, Have them work on cleansing and clearing it. So now the third eye, which, as we said, was the indigo blue, um, that is your clairvoyance is the main function of this chakra. It's also a chakra for manifesting through visualization with your pituitary gland, which is located here. So um, when you want to talk with them about something that they're wanting to achieve, you know, maybe they're trying trying out for a sport, um, something that they, a club that they want to be in or they're uh, running for office, you know, for their, their ASB or their student council, something like that, something that they really want and they're really working towards. Have them make sure that they are cleansing and clearing their third eye chakra to help them manifest that experience through visualizing it. Now, also, if there are any eyesight issues, um, of course, any headaches in the brow, um, hormonal imbalances, um, and any kind of um, glandular endocrine issues that are linked to the pituitary gland are also centered in the chakra. So if your teen starts having any kind of um, headaches on a semi-regular basis, look to clearing the, the third eye chakra and see if you can get that under control. Um, And then lastly, we'll go over the crown chakra again, um, which is the one on top of your head. It's your psychic center. Now, again, as I said, through the chakra, this is where we connect to spirit, to the divine, through our our claircognizance. 
This is where um, problems with an immune or a nervous system, again, headaches, uh, any kind of dizziness or um, a learning disorder. Also, major depression, not just, you know, minor little, little depression, but we're talking about major depression issues here. Um, and anything more serious uh, in, a, in a personality disorder are all centered there. So um, this is also close to the uh, pineal gland, so and that regulates our physical as well as our spiritual well-being, the crown chakra. So if your if your teens are having any issues um, in that area, like saying, but normally the kind of things would be headaches, learning disorders. Um, that's that's an area that again you want to have them work on cleansing and clearing them. Now I I kind of mentioned. Um, Sorry, Mike. There got a little bug flying around. <laughs> um, mentioned earlier about how that there are different ways to cleanse and and clear. Um, I always ha have found um, meditation and visualization to be the best way to do it. I used to have a, a chakra clearing meditation that I loved uh, that I picked up on iTunes that I just kind of turn on on my phone at night as I was falling asleep and kind of, you know, get through those chakras before I would doze off, hopefully. <laughs> and that would kind of be the last thing, you know, that I would do is I would go to sleep at night. I found that really, really helpful. Um, as well, you can also work with your teens, uh, and teach them which foods that they can use um, to to clean those and clear those chakras. You know, so again, you kind of go along with the color, right? So root chakra to to clear that with foods, you use things like red apples, um, beets. Um, I forgot what that fruit is. It's always out at Christmas time. That's got the little seeds on the inside of it. Pomegranate, I think. Yeah, right. Pomegranate. Anything red like that, a strawberry, right? Um, tomatoes. Um, when you move to the sacral chakra, the orange one, again, oranges, carrots, pumpkin. Hey, there's a good excuse for pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. I'm working on clearing my sacral chakra. <laughs> At least that works for me. Um, your solar plexus, the yellow, um, yellow peppers, any kind of squash, um, even lentils, um, I have been told. Um, I don't know. They're not yellow, but I've been told they're they're good for cleaning, cleaning the solar plexus. Um, avoiding white sugar. White sugar is not good for keeping a clean solar plexus. So remember that. Um, the heart chakra, if you're having your greens, your green smoothies, your green apples, your cucumbers, broccoli, kale, um, that is great for clearing the heart chakra. Um, your throat chakra being blue, things, blackberries count. They're pretty close. <laughs> um, red grapes also. Um, blueberries, uh, the purple potatoes. That's another one that's good for clearing your throat chakra. The third eye, again, blueberries, um, because it is that indigo color. Figs, that's another food. Um, now, as far as the crown, I, I don't know of any foods in particular, but one of the best ways to clear the crown chakra um, and to reconnect you know, with spirit is by going out in nature. That is truly 
one of the best ways to keep your crown chakra open, clear, cleansed for connecting with spirit, just being outdoors, being in nature, near trees, taking a walk at the beach, um, out on a baseball field. <laughs> I always figured, hey, my kids are, their feet are in the grass, their heads, you know, up in the clouds. Anytime they're, they're outdoors, it's, it's good for their crown chakra. Now, there are also um, mantras that are specific to each chakra. Um, so if you have a teen that uh, has mala beads um, and likes to do meditation, um, there is, I, have, I think I have it written down, a, a little mantra for each one. If you wanted to chat these down, the root chakra's mantra is LAM, L-A-M. Hopefully I'm saying these right. The sacral chakra. Um, I think I think what I have for this is the mudra. That's where you put the thumb and the two middle fingers together for 10 minutes. So I don't think it's actually a, a word that you chant, but it's doing the mudra um, as you are meditating. Um, for the solar plexus, the mantra is RAM, R-A-M, for the heart. Heart chakra, again, we go back to the mudra, and it's the peace sign with your two fingers closed together. So for the heart chakra, the mudra is peace sign with two fingers closed together as you meditate. Um, the Let's see, the mantra for the third eye is OM. And I think those are the only ones that I had as far as the mantras. Um, let's see. And again, you can you can teach your your teen little tricks that don't really take a whole lot of of effort and thought when they're focusing on a particular chakra that they want to really care for and make sure that they're giving love and attention to and and, and honoring and you know I, I recognize you and I and I'm working to keep you clear because I know you help me you know in these ways. Um, they can use the colors by, by what they wear, um, which I don't know, you know, a lot of times kids have a favorite color, right? My three boys each have had a color that each of them have always been drawn to. I mean, from the get go, I've got one who is always um, like blue. Blue has always been his favorite color. My middle son is green. Green, 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 green. <laughs> Always been green. I don't know how many green shirts I bought for that kid in his life, but that is that's the color that he gravitates towards. And then my, uh, my older one, he's always been like the red and the orange guy. And it's just, I, I found it strange when they were little, and I never really had thought about it, but they just always had gravitated towards these colors, and they kind of chose that in their clothes and, and things for their room, right? And you, they'd want some cool socks or something. That's the colors that they would go for. And I started noticing that that seemed to be the chakra that that they most um, identified with. Sometimes they had the issues with, right, too. Um, but my son who loves green, oh my gosh, I, I can just tell that his heart chakra is so open. Now that can be a challenge for him at times, right? Because um, really keeping your heart open to people uh, can, can feel like a 
you know, a dangerous, a dicey thing because um, people can hurt you. So I think that that's something that will be his challenge throughout his life to really keep that heart chakra open enough to to receive love, to give love, yet not too open so that he's not taken advantage of, you know, and hurt in certain ways. Um, again, my younger one, he's he's quite a he wasn't much of a communicator when he was little. We used to laugh because maybe he was the third one and he really didn't need to talk very much because we knew what he wanted. He mumbled a lot. Oh my gosh, he mumbled so much um, as a toddler. And I kind of thought my, you know, oh my gosh, is this kid ever really going to clearly speak? Of course he clearly speaks now and he speaks a lot. And he is very good at expressing what he wants. He's the only one of my children that ever would really come to me and say, I'm tired, I'm ready to go to bed, let's go. And it was like clockwork when he was little, right? I mean, he literally could make it up past nine o'clock. But he's always been really good at expressing what it is that he's feeling and what it is that he wants. Again, the boy loves blue. Now, my oldest son, who I said gravitates to the red and the orange, I used to call him my mini millionaire because he just has always been good with money. Like he, and he doesn't hoard it, but he, he saves it because he has specific things in mind and he's very um, methodical and thoughtful about what he is going to spend it on. And he really gets his value for what he's, you know, uses his allowance and his, his birthday money and things for. And um, he was always the kid who had a few bucks in his wallet if I needed some cash and had none. And I was in a rush. I'm like, I'm borrowing $10 from your wallet. I promise I'll pay you back. <laughs> he always had money in his wallet. <laughs> So, um, and and that's just always been his color, right? Like, I think he's just, uh, he's a very rooted kid. Um, He seems, he's very good with money. Um, And he's, he's also really, um, he's, uh, he's pretty aggressive, I would say. And that, especially as he was younger, uh, he's he's very athletic and, and real aggressive and can be aggressive with his brothers. So I think that's a little bit of that orange chakra that he kind of is going to have to learn to curtail. And that will be his area to watch as he gets older. So, but, you know, he likes to wear a lot of those colors. And I find too, have you ever, have you ever found on certain days, you know, you're going somewhere and you're just drawn to a certain color. If you really think about it, you'll often find that that relates to something that you had that you knew that was coming up that day or something that was going on like that you needed the strength of what that color was going to do for your chakra energy center and you didn't even maybe realize why you were gravitating towards that (laughs) for example when I was getting uh, my cup of water before the show started I reached in the cabinet to grab some and then I moved my hand over and went blue I need blue. Keep my throat chakra clear so that I can express myself and hopefully make sense and have a good communication um, with people. So um, you can do the same thing for your teens with um, crystals and jewelry, um, their clothing. So let's just say, let's say, for example, your, your kid's 
got, you know, a speech that they have to give, a presentation, or maybe they are working on debating, you know, in their social studies class, um, have them wear something blue, right? Blue shirt, preferably, um, just kind of keep it like in their mind, right? Or put some blue socks on or something. Um, stick a blue crystal in your pocket. Uh, I always keep one of my blue crystals here beside me when I'm um, doing blog talk or when I'm writing because I want it. I want the help, the assistance to communicate. Um, so boys are, boys are usually pretty cool about, you know, keeping some kind of a crystal or a rock or something in their pocket because they don't really have to show it to anybody. They know it's there. Um, jewelry, you know, have your daughter wear her favorite um, bracelet. It's got some blues on it or, or a ring or a necklace, something like that when they are having to do the same kinds of things at school. You know, give that presentation, that speech, keeping the throat chakra clear, energy flowing, spinning at the right speed in the right direction, keeping it all balanced. Um, you can um, you can take your teen if they're open to it. There are a lot of people that do um, crystal healing, and they really work with the chakras. Um, I used to do that with my kids when they were younger. We actually had a neighbor who did it, and they thought it was really cool just because they, you know, they always got to pick out their own crystal afterwards, and they get to, you know, check out the, the crystals and the stones and just kind of explore. And so, you know, for boys, they actually thought that was kind of fun. Um, so I never really had any trouble getting them to for going to a um, crystal healing session because that, you know. They just kind of laid down and sort of took a little mini nap for a little while. <laughs> and then afterwards, they got to pick out a cool rock. So, hey, that's that's good news for a kid, right? Excuse me, just get a sip of water. Um, so, yeah, so there's a lots of uh, lots of little um, tips and tricks that we can teach our teens about uh, working with their chakras. And, again, it's really about them empowering them to sort of take control over their own body, their emotions, the things that's going on, and and know that they're empowered to do something about it, that they are not at the mercy of that nasty girl, you know, that they have in two of their classes that uh, can't ever seem to say anything nice, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, you can't really do anything to get her out of your classroom because you're stuck with that. But there are things that you can do to help you just deal with that energy that she's sending your way. Um, so anything anything that we can do to empower our kids to take care of themselves is just going to help them become a much more balanced capable adults and um, that's what we we are still striving for right <laughs> as adults <laughs> we're trying to be capable more and more capable every day and um, that's what we're, we're here to teach our teens right it's all a process but you learn it now you remember these lessons it sticks with you you continue to use it and it's not like you unfortunately um, clear your chakras once and you're good to go for the rest of your life. It's really something that you have to do on a regular basis because um, we have so much thrown at us, especially in those teen years. Um, a lot of energy that is just coming from everywhere and, and we're just learning how to deal with it. So 
yeah, remind them this is something on a regular basis to do. Um, I like to keep uh, a big um, pink, uh, oh gosh, I can't think of what the stone is called right now, but um, I keep one by all of my kids' beds, uh, either either underneath their bed or on the table next to the bed, and I have one myself. And it's just to clear the heart chakra as we sleep. Um, I used to keep, actually, I think I still do. One of my boys has a bracelet that was mine that they keep underneath the bed, and it has several different stones underneath of it. Um, because it's amazing what crystals can do being around you or near you um, as you're sleeping, how it can help to balance out your chakras without you even doing anything about it, right? So all great little tips of stuff that we can work with our teens on. So hopefully you got some good ideas today of stuff you can talk with your teen. Um, I'm going to be here again next week. I think I'm probably going to bump the show up to 1 o'clock Pacific time starting next week. I'm finding with my sense <laughs> baseball games that I'm kind of crunched for time. So I think we'll bump it up to 1 o'clock. Again, if you have any questions that you would like to ask or any um, comments or funny stories you'd like to share about experiences you've had with your teen, uh, feel free to email this to me at Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, at spiritualteentalk.com. And I will address those in the next um, episode. I think next week we're going to talk about angels, spirit guides, and spirit animals. So talking with our teens about those. And I've got a couple interviews that I'm lining up for people to um, to share with you on future shows. So I'll let you know as I get those um, I'm not sure if they'll be joining me live or for recording them, but as soon as I as I get those lined up for sure, I'll be I'll be putting them on Blog Talk, um, so you can look for the future episodes coming up. But next week we're going to hit angels, spirit guides, and spirit animals, talking with our teens. Um, so again, thanks for joining me this week. It was really great to be here with you, talking the chakras. It's one of my favorite favorite things to um, talk about. It just really resonates with me. <laughs> and uh, let me know if you have any questions um, by email. I'm happy to answer them for you. So, oh, and I forgot to tell you at the beginning of the show, oh, silly me, um, I had a great song at the beginning of the show. I'll play it again as we go out. It's called Be Here Long, and it's by Need to Breathe. I actually um, came across them. They've got a song on the soundtrack to the film that just came out, The Shack. I don't know. If, I haven't seen the movie yet, but it's one of my all-time favorite books. But I just was looking at the soundtrack, ran across them, and I and I grabbed this other song, and there's called Be Here Long. I thought it was really cool and thought I would share it with you this week, so check it out on iTunes. Again, the group is Need to Breathe, so we will play that as we head out of the show. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, my name is Tracy Boxel, um, author of How to Talk Spirituality with Your Teen. So you can grab that on Amazon Kindle if you're interested in reading the book. And I look forward to um, being here with you next week, Tuesday, 1 o'clock Pacific time. <laughs> so we'll see you then. Namaste. Close my eyes and think of you. Go to sleep and dream of you We don't get to be here
Love you more than anything, but we don't get to be 